0: People on the planet, I'm here with my lovely friend, Mr. Alex Moran.
1: Call me not Alex Moran, but Erica Jane. Oh! Because it snowed in Pasadena this week. Oh my
0: gosh! Yes! The Bravo fandom did
2: lose their minds on the internet this week. We are also joined by my lovely sister, Ms. Julia Baker. Don't be jealous of me, but she's better friends with me than you. And this tagline is dedicated to not one, <laughs> but two episodes of Housewives we had this week. It was a carried over theme from OC Gina. with the Gina, Heather, and Marge. Exactly. Marge?
0: Oh, you're so right.
2: Yes. Oh, but
0: we're closer. We're, closer. we're closer. You and me, we're closer. Now, that's funny because my tagline also has to do with an overarching theme, but this is my overarching theme. I was right then, but I'm even more right now because I have changed my stance on something for every single show we had this week. Really?
1: Ooh, are you anti-Jennifer now?
0: No, we'll have to get there. We'll have to get there. But every single show we watch minus Salt Lake City. There's no Salt Lake City this week because of the Super Bowl. I was surprised with my takeaways. (gasps) Can we start each segment off
2: with your change of mind?
0: If I remember to do that. Yeah let's do it. (laughs) Okay let's get into it. Okay you guys want to start with O.C.? Yes. Oh yes. All right O.C. My total change of heart has to do with Miss Heather Dubrow oh i found her very very likable very genuine this episode specifically with her family scene when they were at i'm assuming nobu i don't remember but I'm it, sure was it was nobu it was nobu of course it was um nobu and then also when she was having mm, that her,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> when she was that's the only place heather eats <laughs> When she was having her heart-to-heart with her daughter about having, like, the lesbian flag in her room. Before, I've joked that Heather is supportive of Max and her being bi, but it feels homophobic. Mm -hmm. This didn't feel like that. This felt very genuine. I felt like Heather was genuine. Um,
1: It's a child-to-child basis with her homophobia. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Do you know who I turned against this episode? Hmm. My girl, Noella. More like Noelle. Ugh. She's killing me. I like her less and less.
2: I would like to comment on both these things. Please proceed. Me too. First, so Max at Nobu was a lot. That daughter picked a fight with her 14-year-old sister. Yeah, that wasn't too. She just might be kind of a lot right now in this moment in time. And so that might be, and it's maybe not be homophobia. It could just be... Heather's, you're just really trying to like her daughter in this phase right now. And that phase isn't bisexuality. It is this know-it-all. It's 19. <laughs> I, yeah, well, it's like I'm about to become an adult, though she's a fully funded adult. It's that phase. We all went through it. I'm sure we weren't our best selves at one moment in time. I totally agree. I bet that's it. Um, Also... <laughs> Heather rubbed me the wrong way when she was talking to her daughter about the flag when she was talking about what a hard time she had communicating with her mom and mm-hmm. how they didn't communicate and how she loves how she is so open. She really was giving herself a lot of pats on the back. I am mean, she's and I'm not still Heather, Julia. <laughs> yeah, she's an amazing mom, but I did laugh out loud.
1: I think that Heather is her most um, authentic self when talking about herself So this episode when she is with her daughter and being really supportive, she's also saying, like, I see a lot of myself in her. She's really relating to her in a way of, like, that's how I was when I was that age. So I think that's why she came across this, like, Performatively, like, cringe when talking about the other daughter because she was just like filtering it through, like, oh, yeah, she's just like me. If, if, does that make sense? I yeah, that's why I'm... maybe she came across better this time. <laughs> but meanwhile, Terry's still like, I cannot endear myself to him in any way. He's no. reads so phony and like, ugh.
2: also, Noala, I am gonna stand by her a little bit because when Jin came out with a divorce, maybe. The Ryan packing his bags and leaving, everyone was really supportive and everyone asked a lot of questions. And probably just because, unlike the Sweet James incident, it was more normal. So you can really, like, understand the goings on. It's not some random Puerto Rican divorce papers. But people don't ask Noella how she's doing. I don't think
0: they want to know. Like,
2: that's why she always brings it up.
0: When you have something that traumatic happen to you, like the world that you thought you had is gone all of a sudden, you're getting, like, hit that hard, it is all-consuming. Everything she does, everything she eats or, like, interacts with every piece of entertainment she sees, that's what it's connected to. Like, Mm -hmm. it is all-consuming, so I get that. I think just, like, without this, I was joking last episode, like, this is the best thing that could have happened to her, because I think Noella's probably an asshole, (laughs) but she kind of gets a pass, so I I think both can be true.
1: With Noella, I think that, I agree, like, no one asks her about the divorce, but I feel like it's also, like, what she leads every, like, meeting with, so I don't know if, like, people have time to bring it up or, like, get to it in a way that doesn't feel like, because, like, if you're hanging out with Noella, you don't want the first thing you say to her to be like, how's the divorce? That might seem like rude, but she just ends up like blurting it out immediately anyway. So you don't have time to like get to that point
2: mm-hmm. in your conversation ah, with Noella. That's Alex, point your hours. argument won me over. I also do feel sympathetic for Emily, who had a one-on-one dinner with Noella. Woof. And... That's all they talked about. So then the next day yeah. when they're trying to get on Jen, I see why Emily snapped. It was just too much Noella in one week for her. You know, some people or you spend time with them, you know, you need a break. Emily did not get yeah. her Noella break and
0: it showed. Um, I am going to point out that, you know, we've joked that Emily and Gina are like the Heather and Whitney. Mm hmm. Whitney's got to take some notes because Emily is so smooth with her pot stirring. And Alex- You I, mean I, microdosing?
1: Their doses are just like a regular like edible
0: size. I know. They're like, you're not supposed to eat the whole chocolate. You're supposed to break it off in squares. That's why they're measured like that. And it's so funny because we've joked off mic before about like, oh, you know, when the meme was going around like nightmare blunt rotations. Who was the first person I said? Mm-hmm. Heather Debro. Yeah, so i think we uh-huh. gotta make it to a meme our official bravo nightmare blunt rotation because nothing seems more stressful than being with those fucking eyeballs <laughs> mm-hmm. i got bad news for you alex the internet is very anti gina this week oh <laughs>
1: this is bad news for me
0: <laughs> you love gina you said gina and emily i like
1: her compared to the rest yes yes I oh, was yes.
0: so graded on a curve um, got it <laughs>
1: Well, this week, what did she do this week?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. That was the problem. They felt like she didn't, she was just kind of a bummer and drag scenes down, but she didn't really offer anything. And when you break it down person by person, I could totally see that.
1: <laughs> she barely registered to me this week. I don't know why people would be mad at her. <laughs> well,
0: I think that was it. People were playing my favorite game, Survivor, Housewife Edition, and Gina was who they decided to vote but off this But I week. feel
2: like this week she was almost a prop for Emily To be able to stir up drama.
0: Well, of course, we need to talk about Ryan and Jen. Did I tell you guys about how she and him got together?
2: Yes, and I was just about to bring this up because knowing this knowledge that she's not divulging on the show. But it's legal record. Like, it's out there. The the boyfriend that sued her, lent her money that she thought was a gift, and the reason he wanted the money back is because she cheated on him with Ryan at the time, of course, Ryan, And became pregnant with twins. And so knowing these facts and she being like, oh, it was fun and fancy free and it was sexy. And it's like, yes. It was an affair. You were having an affair. It was
0: (laughs) easy breezy lemon squeezy. Also that some of the money that she used was not just to continue with medical school, but was to freeze her eggs because she thought that she couldn't get pregnant. And then it turns
2: out she was pregnant with twins. Yeah, of course her ex-boyfriend wanted his money back. Yeah. So, given this knowledge, it just shines a different light on their relationship. Yeah. He was the side piece that she married.
1: I just want to say I know that we're all bummed because we loved Ryan. <laughs> we're so upset by this.
2: I think the first time she ever tried to have a real conversation with him is on camera from last week, mm. and he freaked out and left. hundred you know percent. That's
1: why he yelled. He said we were never supposed to have a conversation on and camera. He to have one on camera.
2: Exactly. And so thank you, Jen, for treating us to the first real conversation with your husband.
0: Hooray. All right. New Jersey? Sure. All right. My hot take for New Jersey. I am on Teresa's side yet again. Teresa, the person last season I thought couldn't be more wrong. I'm on Teresa's side And I'm on Jennifer's side, and I know I'm not supposed to be. And I'm not on Dolores' side. I love Dolores. Everything she says is perfect, but I don't get why they're piling on Jennifer like this. Like, being a victim of cheating is not the same as cheating. Also, we all know that Tiki Barber and his wife, current wife, got together when his former wife was nine months pregnant so the rumors aren't rumors mm. again when there is a uh, legal backing to them mm. i like louis oh my god <laughs> well that he was trying Can to I, manage the gorga me, family <laughs> and he grew on me if-
1: i'll get my louis take out of the way immediately is that i don't know who he is at all and i'm so curious to see who he is the next episode because we're introduced to so many different louis we're introduced to like oh, like the bad Louis that's going to fuck over Teresa. Then to like, oh, crazy Louis in the woods with all these naked men. And then, oh, the moderator Louis who's there (laughs) to help the family through tough times. So we'll see next episode. I do not know where I stand with him at all.
0: He also looks like a different person every time we see him. He's
1: very red this episode. His
0: skin changes from orange to purple to red. Yeah. Mm.
1: So in what way are you team Teresa? Just in saying that like her pointing out the hypocrisy of like last season...
0: Yeah, the hypocrisy of last season. The
1: house of hypocrisy.
0: The house of hypocrisy. And that everybody was so mad at Teresa when Margaret did the exact same thing to Jennifer. And how Margaret doesn't get that. Jennifer is a bad person. Like, we can just put it out there. But she's the victim in the cheating thing. Mm -hmm. And so I don't get why Margaret is saying, like, oh, that's hypocritical of her to, like, go after me. You're the bad guy in your story, Margaret. Like...
2: But she is saying some amazing one-liners. Who, Margaret? Margaret. Oh, yeah. We
0: didn't even talk about last week's. Kids are resilient. You'll send them to therapy.
2: They'll be fine. (laughs) This week, when they're talking about going to their co-ed keg party. Oh, the saddest thing I've ever seen. Margaret says, of Jen, if she has an ounce of intelligence, she'll say, You know what, Margaret? I'm sorry. Right when she walks in the door. Um, You know what, Margaret? That is not going to happen. No way in hell. <laughs> and then Margaret is at the keg party and decides instead of throwing a drink at Jen, she'll just reach for a ping pong ball.
1: Bizarre. I love whenever we see the exterior of Margaret's house. It's like beautiful, this amazing like mansion in Jersey. And then you go inside and you're like, oh,
0: <laughs> Where it's, like am a, I? it's like um when you play The Sims and you go into the house that like the developers made and it's most the random thing like striped wallpaper <laughs> with like checkered floors, that's Margaret's house.
1: I know, it looks like Cruella or something.
2: Yes. That's perfect. She does have Cruella style. Ooh, I'm never gonna unsee that. So I have a house question and that's owns the house Frank is moving into with his adult children. Does Dolores own that house or do he and Dolores own it together?
0: Is this the house that David bought Dolores?
1: Was that a townhouse that he bought her?
0: She's, She's currently living in a townhouse because Frank hasn't put doorknobs on her other house. Right. The
2: townhouse is okay, a temporary right. home. There is a home right. home. That's the permanent home. But I thought she said this episode that she and Frank lived in that home together.
0: They didn't live together that long. Their timeline is very confusing to me. Also, I called it that David and Dolores broke up like last season. Oh, Bullshit, it happened that day. Absolutely.
1: Uh-uh. I realized, you know, we always talk about how like the husbands of Jersey are the best husbands, right? We always yes. say that. I realize that when I say that, I'm really only thinking about Frank and Joe Gorga. The rest of them offer nothing. <laughs> but still, like, they're all like... I like love all of them. It's so interesting. Like Bill, um, the other Joe, like um, Evan, like they, you need all of them, but don't, there's only two interesting ones.
2: The other Joe has Dolores as his hall pass, and Margaret's totally fine with it. You think she's totally fine oh, with it? Who is she,
1: though? I don't know. Did think you see her is. face? That's what caused the whole, like, oh, I heard Dolores saw Joe Gorga's penis. <gasps> That's what caused that whole thing. It,
0: oh my God. The first time it was joked about, she was fine. And then the second time her face like, turned green.
2: She said that in retaliation. To and her. I'm
0: sorry, I'm gonna say this. The way we know that Joe and Margaret got together, you know in the back of her mind that Joe could do it to her. Yeah, Like, if you get together, mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry, I know that, like, this happens, but, like, if you get together in a sketchy way, that person has that within them. And those those two had, like, a year-long affair, did not they? Like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't, like, a one-time thing while they were both married. It was, like, went on. So I think she's nervous. And honestly, would you be scared of Dolores? I would be. Yes. I don't get why Dolores Mm -hmm. is yelling at Jackie at the end. Number one, saddest cake party I've ever seen. It looked Mm -hmm. like a, a hotel conference room. Number two, huh? I didn't get why anybody was mad at anyone. And Teresa wasn't even there, to make it confusing. I get why Jen's mad at people. I get why Jen's mad at people, but why did it end with Dolores getting in Jackie's face?
1: I don't know either. Am I, are we just forgetting? Are we just forgetting what happened? I just watched it. Because I truly am drawing a blank.
0: I rewound it and I was like, wait, why are people yelling? i was so confused. (laughs) I need it to be explained to Teresa's little bird brain so then I can hear it and be like, oh, Mm. yes, 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 Mm -hmm. yes.
2: We do need the Teresa translator on. Yeah. So I'm excited for that.
0: Oh, I have one final thought. We finally got taglines. Um, per usage, the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast was commissioned to write these taglines, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> because mm. they sound
2: just like the ones that we say. Oh, yeah. Jersey mm-hmm. always gives us, like, the bottom of the barrel. They're so cool. But there is one mm. that stands above mm. the rest. Can I guess? Oh, yes. Oh, no. I, I may guess. have a new nose, but I can still smell a rat. Iconic. Gens. this will make it to a top 10 list i think so
0: all right you guys summer house sure. uh julia and alex were mocking me for what my hot take will be off mic and you guys both guessed it actually Number oh one. my gosh no way it better alex. it
1: better not be for that reason <laughs>
0: Alex Alex ate once more and wiggled his way into my heart. I don't know why. Like, he grew oh, on me. Oh, Alex. I liked I Alex. Know. He seemed more like a real person this episode, and he seemed like... The awkwardness and the discomfort he feels with himself that we all knew was there. You got to see it. And so he was very vulnerable, and it was cute. And then my other one was Kyle... Saving the day for Luke. Mm -hmm. Who saw that coming when um, Maya is really upset talking about what it's like to be a person of color in the Hamptons, which is like 99% super duper white. Luke says, I can totally relate to what it feels like to be an outsider. And Kyle very smoothly says, yeah, well imagine if you as like a white guy feels that, how hard it would be for Maya. And Luke does take
2: that ball and go, you know what, so right. But I don't know if he really fully grasped it. I think he was just excited that Kyle really saw him. And I think even watching this episode while preparing for their reunion, Luke still doesn't really understand what's going on. No, but when he tried to relate his, his life, he made me laugh so hard. I have never laughed louder at a Bravo show. I was shocked. So was everybody else.
0: <laughs> he, if yeah, Kyle the one saving you, that's not a great sign. Cut Especially to- after
1: you hear Amanda go, Kyle, don't. And then he starts talking anyway. Did you hear that?
2: Yeah, she's like, please Amanda, don't. like, very
1: quietly off camera goes, Kyle, don't.
2: <laughs> I think she was really... I mean, he ended up saving the day, but if I were Amanda, mm-hmm. I, too, would be nervous about Kyle opening his mouth in this situation. Absolutely. She thought he was going to say what Luke said. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, he was there to save the day. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, He's the conversation
1: pivots to everyone making Luke feel better.
2: <laughs> Maya and Sierra are goddesses among women. They're so brave,
0: and they're both, like, so amazing. I And I get... I don't think Andrea meant anything malicious behind it. I think he's a fuckboy, but that doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. Like, it was malicious.
2: But he did hear her, and mm-hmm. that apology was sincere. I truly yeah. believe. I was hating him through the first three-fourths of this episode. And all the Winterhouse. <laughs> and all Winterhouse. And then I was like, oh, he heard her. It was an honest mistake. He didn't realize the backstory. He clearly... We'll never do it again.
0: And I think that it was just from Winterhouse. He was so used to Sierra and Paige being together that he kind of forgot that he had to have Maya in that little, you know, oh, I need to include her in my, Mm -hmm. you know, schmoozing of Paige. Oh, but when we got the super cut of people calling Maya Lexi Sierra a different name that doesn't, nobody's even on Summer House and like Miss. Saying her name, forgetting about her. Mm-hmm. That was pretty bad. And all of that had taken mm-hmm. place within one weekend. It was like seven things. I see why she feels like the odd person out. It's mm-hmm. really sad. I feel bad, mm-hmm. but I'm happy that she was able to feel so like open about it. I feel like that was like, you know, they had their little group hug. I hope that she felt as good as it seemed like it went.
2: As a Summer House viewer who has seen people come and go, I think... I personally see her and think she is an amazing addition and she is holding her own in a mm-hmm. very tight-knit hard cast and she I, stands lo- I love her I loved her before this episode but now she sealed the deal
0: she won me over she like became one of my top people when she told um Sierra that Craig was being an asshole to her and Paige that he was gaslighting her so that's when Mm -hmm. Maya really. But yeah, she does stand out on like, you know, like Gabby and Jason Mm -hmm. from Winterhouse. Like Maya was never in that category, even for a half a second.
1: Mm -hmm. I thought I also had the Gabby comparison in my mind, who like kind of just reserved her feeling out of the group to her talking heads. Whereas Maya is just like making it an actual part of her plot line. It's great. She's
2: working it. Mm -hmm. That's the move. I don't know if this should be said, but Summerhouse... Uh-oh. best conversation about race we've ever had on Bravo.
1: I was also thinking about Leva on Southern Charm, who was in a similar position uh-huh. for, on her season mm-hmm. and how badly that went every time she tried to bring something like this up. Like this is like the best cast to like understand and like be empathetic towards this conversation.
0: I think this is also the most, you know, out of these, like you could take, what is it? Southern Charm, Vanderpump and Summer House are all pretty equivalent to mm-hmm. each other.
2: There are youths of Bravo. Yeah. Our thirty-five-year-old mm. youths
0: of Bravo. Yeah, based on their work. Uh huh. This is the most diverse cast. Yeah. Like specifically this season, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. still, and I—they're all you know millennials from New York, and I think no offense to South Carolina, but ooh, yeah. And anything Jax Taylor mm-hmm. touches is just instantly gonna have microaggressions in it, or just regular aggressions. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that was enough praising Kyle. Let's get back to caving on Kyle. Kyle doesn't remember the last time he got Amanda a gift.
2: Ever. Yeah. They get married, you guys. Yeah, to
1: be fair, and and neither he... does Amanda. She also doesn't remember the last time Kyle got her gift. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Okay, Marge. I have a question. It's going to be a sad question. Okay. Do you think... Kyle and Amanda are going to No, are going to be on Summer. No, in our world, are they going to be on Summer House next season? <gasps> Will we have a married couple on Summer House? They just find a dog. My instant
1: reaction to that is I Kyle for sure. Dog. Amanda, I don't Okay.
2: Know. Wow. That's my instant reaction. According to their Instagram stories, they're doing great as a couple.
0: I want to say My gut is no, but they need to promote Loverboy. Kyle Mm. is blackout drunk in a pool, and yet the Loverboy logo is turned out. Like, this is the best promo Mm -hmm. they can get. They
2: kind of have to keep going, but she can't, like, be pregnant. No, and I think Kyle knows that. And And looking after dogs. Yeah. yeah. He has four mil on the line and this is the best advertising slot you could ever hope for.
0: Plus a solid paycheck. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, they get a little bump. Mm-hmm. And I a am lot drinking
1: of a lover boy as we speak.
2: Ooh. You are. Ooh. Ooh. And a lot of them are on the Loverboy boy till. Like you gotta support my boy Carl. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. Carl didn't come this week. Uh, Isn't he promoting Loverboy? I think think he's working. (laughs) And they're
0: always out and about. Like, I get the Loverboy emails. They are constantly traveling. And
2: they're constantly wearing the merch.
0: I think that they kind of
2: have to be on Summer House. I think Summer House is the smartest cast of all Bravo shows.
0: I think so. I think every single one of them is smart. I mean, even our
2: 24-year-old hottest woman alive, Sierra is a nurse
0: I why 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 if I, I look why my,
2: if I had as much beauty as like Sierra's
0: pinky toe I would be like sorry guys So no, you would be like Noella <laughs> crazy I would be I would be a monster Sierra's the most beautiful person on TV uh-huh by far and she's like, people keep saying she's Hannah. No, she's not. Oh, gosh, no. Austin's dragging her down, but Sierra is still beautiful and strong. So how dare they? One more thing. Paige. I'm starting to turn on Paige. <gasps> Never. I. When Maya was so upset, crying, saying she feels left out instead of... when Maya literally says, I feel so alone and left out. And instead of saying, Maya, Noah, I'll stay home with you. Let's do a little girls night. Let's go out tomorrow together. Paige says well, it might be, being home alone might be nice. And then leaves yeah, her. Yeah,
1: I get it. I I get, I get it. But also I think Paige was conflicted because like the source of that drama was like Andrea in Paige's mm-hmm. mind. So Paige is already conflicted. So she doesn't want to like draw a hard line in the sand about this. But then you see her, like, bawling her eyes out during the Maya Sierra talk. Yeah. Maybe
0: she
2: didn't get it was that serious, but... She was actually, yeah, like, three I think she drinks did think... in. True. She was yeah. trying to ditch the situation. Summer's supposed to be fun. Maya, not fun. In that moment.
1: I do still think Paige yeah. is very sneaky and shady, by the way.
2: I do, I'm too. I'm not letting I, her I'm enjoying off
1: the it. hook with stuff. Yeah. It's a
2: smart
0: cast. <laughs>
2: It is. They all
0: are very smart. (laughs) Okay, are we ready for awards? Yeah. All right, awards. My Salt Lake City, huh? Award, named after how I never have any idea why we're fighting on Salt Lake City, goes to New Jersey's cake party. I have no idea why people are yelling. I knew that everybody was very upset.
2: But I had no idea what was going on. So congratulations to Jersey. And
1: neither did we. So yeah, that's a good award.
2: (laughs) Woohoo! We do know everyone wanted in on that action. Especially the newbie. They all know when the yelling starts, y'all gotta get in there. Yep.
1: Mm -hmm. Alright, my award. This might be a little intense. You two can tell me to chill out if it's too intense. But it's the worst tagline award. And I mean (gasps) like ever. Like maybe the worst one I've ever heard.
2: Oh no. And I had a bad one this week.
1: Goes to Melissa Gorga. (laughs) Some people are born great and some are born Jersey. That means nothing to me.
2: It could go a lot of different ways.
0: It's not necessarily saying that Jersey is also great. Like some people are born great and other people are born Jersey. It implies implies
1: that it it means, yes. (laughs) And the way she says it does sort of like veer on like it means that she's like. Shit, like she's bad. Which doesn't make any sense, like for her tagline. Any other interpretations of this maybe I'm not giving enough credit. Maybe it's like a Rorschach test.
0: I think that all of the <laughs> women did. all the women of New Jersey were going after the Kyle Richards in this town. Did you notice how many times people said New Jersey in this <gasps> one? Which Oh,
1: which is also a really bad tagline.
0: Yeah, all yeah. The Kyles are really bad and like generic. Um I would say the only one who can rival Melissa's this season is both of heather gays much like my pioneer oh, es- no, ancestors i'm blazing a new trail and i was raised mormon and now i'm raising a glass of champagne like what <laughs> those are something i would write in my notes app and go delete 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 the
1: pioneer ancestor one is genius
0: heathers are so bad <laughs> melissa just has to pull a Shaw and make it into I'm gorgeous. Mm. Instead of shamazing, just change gorgeous to like <laughs> nouns, verbs,
2: and adjectives. All right, Julia. My award is the Bravo Leopardy Business Award. And I am giving this to Gina from OC for her Caragala skincare line. And though that doesn't roll off the tongue per se, this girl does have a website. She does have product that she's selling. This product has reviews, at least two per product. And are they faux reviews? Probably, but at least I can read them. She also, unlike Whitney, had a very compelling before picture that we saw. Like, (laughs) that was real. Whitney's was after she had had a chemical peel. And I love that as we got introduced to the skincare line, of Gina's, we found out there is a competing three-wick candle skincare line coming out of Miss Shannon Bedore, and I just have to tell Shannon, you win the worst businesswoman award for me this week because Lemonade is your brand, and there there was only one lemon at your luncheon. I need 17 mm. lemons. I need you to be synonymous with lemon like Kyle Cook is synonymous with Loverboy.
0: It is shocking how many people have this huge platform of Bravo and don't have their product done. What was the first thing I did after Summer House? Google Daniela's um, app? app. Oh, I downloaded it. Did you download the app? Um, No, Julie, because it hasn't been released yes. yet. Yes, it's on my phone. Oh, no. you're going to have to cut. Yes. No. Julia has pulled up the app, Like to Know It, a very popular social network. This isn't, that's not her app, Julia. Like to Know It. Why is she on this? app? Everybody has a Like to Know It. Oh. Julia, all proud of herself, pulls up Twitter. (laughs) I found her app.
2: Look at she has 1.7 followers. Yeah, Julia,
0: it's a social media site, like Instagram. Everybody, anybody. You can go on anybody's Like to Know It. Oh,
2: I didn't know. Okay, well, I'm deleting this. Fuck.
0: Okay, this is all staying in. One point for Elizabeth. <laughs> Julia texted me very excited that she had downloaded- I'm trying to be supportive queen. I just- Well, that's the thing is I went on Daniela's thing and I assumed it was going to be a like to you know it like thing where you take pictures of stuff in your closet. They help you. This is what she says. they You take pictures of stuff in your closet. They help you make outfits and all that stuff. And then you, they can help you shop. There's nothing. There's no name. There's no launch date. There's absolutely nothing other than really vague concept stuff. And a link to her- like to know it. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. I Well, I don't even classic, know. I went down a bad startup. rabbit hole. Like to know it's fun though. Oh, Julia. I deleted it.
1: Julia, has Luke ever peddled his jewelry on Summer House?
0: <laughs> no, but we've seen it. He, he does. May. He actually has his own website.
2: It's oh, called does he? Yeah, it's called Etsy. <laughs> he owns <laughs> okay. Oh my god, that was such a cruel. <laughs> do you have that on cruel. your phone? <laughs> I deleted it. Um... <laughs> Sorry, Julia. You walked right into that one. But it's just so sad. It's like these people have this huge platform. Like Shannon needs to be just wearing two lemons on her chest. Like I need to look at Shannon and think lemonade. And I don't. <laughs> yeah,
0: I need to be exhausted by. Mm. I need to be lover boyed.
2: Yeah, lover boy me.
0: Everyone, yeah, Julia. We've
1: all been lover boy pills. You know but...
0: what? If there's a Bravo celebrity and they have a business, I would. Like to know it. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you. Sorry, Julia. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at Like Uncool Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.